another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. And this week, the newsletter and this episode is about the five wise mindset, asking why for deeper understanding and to get to the real root cause. So kids love to ask why. It can be one of the best and worst things. Sometimes it's just to push buttons, and sometimes it is to get to meaningful understanding. Our daughter often falls into the former camp, though not always, while our son is almost always in the latter camp, looking for real, deep, meaningful understanding. Regardless, I've always tried to push the boundaries of my own understanding by answering their questions, whether they are really looking to understand or whether they're just trying to delay bedtime by asking why. And it can take us for some unexpected turns and to some unexpected places sometimes, especially when I don't know is an unacceptable answer. For example, our son asked recently why his fingertips wrinkled in the shower. I told him that water makes fingers wrinkle like prunes. Uh, He, of course, asked why, and I did not know, so I had to look it up. And it turns out that our blood vessels constrict when our fingers and toes get wet, causing them to wrinkle. This is called vasoconstriction. And again, my son, not satisfied with vasoconstriction, asked why. And it turns out that wrinkly fingers and toes actually grip things better. So if our ancestors were walking in streams or picking up berries with wet hands, they do it better with wrinkly fingers and toes. So it would be an advantage. And today we benefit from that too. So when we're swimming or showering, we slip less and can pick up the shampoo better with wrinkled fingers. I find that fascinating. That's not something I would have known if my son hadn't pushed deeper asking why multiple times. That is the value of digging deeper. Rather than simply stopping with fingers wrinkle in water, they get pruny, we push past our initial understanding. We push we push past that initial answer to really get to the heart of the matter and to get to the heart of the problem. And that is the idea behind the five whys. So the five whys methodology was popularized by Toyota and is used by a wide variety of companies and organizations and teams today. And it follows a similar pattern or framework as I outlined above or as I outlined previously. In its simplest form, you ask why multiple times until you get to the root of a problem or to the real answer rather than accept the first answer that surfaces, rather than the fingers get wrinkly in water answer. So for example, let's say 
an issue arose from new code pushed to production. The first question that anyone might ask could be, what happened? Followed shortly thereafter by, why? Why did it happen? So, in our hypothetical but not so hypothetical example, let's say the new code took down part of the application for our users because it introduced a bug. In many cases, we may stop there. Uh, you know, it was a bug, and that's that's what happened. But if we use the five whys framework, we would dig deeper. Why did we introduce a bug? That could be our next question. Well, the answer might be because our testing environment isn't up to date with our production environment. So we can't be fully confident in all our testing or we can't test it with all of our latest code. So the next question, why don't our testing and production environments align? The answer to that could be, you know, we don't have enough people to maintain our testing environment or to keep it updated and aligned with our production environment. So the next follow-up question to that, why don't we have enough people then? And the answer to that question might be, you know, we have three open headcount right now, but we haven't been able to fill them. And we could keep going down that, you know, why haven't we been able to fill them? Uh, well, you know, we haven't been able to get the job openings posted or, you know, we haven't been able to get the phone screenings done or get the uh, interviews scheduled or we haven't been able to find the right qualifications or the right candidates to interview or any number of things. And that could really lead us to pinpointing what the solutions might be in order to get to the real heart of this problem. And we can see there it becomes far more than just a bug in the code you know, we have some real underlying problems that we need to be addressing. Uh, and it could go deeper than that, uncovering some really interesting problems that we could start to solve. And it could also lead to some other lines of questions as well. You know, why did, did we not know about the bug, for example, until users reached out and told us? And the answer to that might be, we didn't have monitoring on that part of our site. And that might lead to the question, you know, why don't we have monitoring on that part of our site? And the answer might be, you know, we recently switched from one monitoring application to another and haven't instrumented all of our application yet. Again, leading to some interesting lines of questions and interesting answers that can lead us to some far more interesting solutions than we otherwise might have gotten to simply stopping at, you know, we had a bug that we need to fix. So implementing this on your team, on our teams, we implemented this framework on several teams and it was incredible. We produced actual documents writing out the answer to these questions whenever we had issues arise. And depending on the severity of the issue, these would get presented to leaders as well. And it can be a really 
good exercise, whether or not you're presenting them upwards or just using them as a document for understanding within a team and then finding solutions to those problems. You know, if it's a matter of, you know, we need to prioritize hiring so that we can ensure that our testing environments and our production environments are aligned so that we don't continue to introduce bugs into our production environment. Or if it's, you know, we need to ensure that we have monitoring throughout our application and need to prioritize that so that we're not finding out, you know, after users have found out that we have issues and prioritizing that work. It is a way of digging much deeper to finding solutions rather than, you know, simply fixing a bug and then having the underlying problem continuing to to recur over and over again and never really solving the real problem. And that's why we need a five wise mindset. It's too easy to settle for the first answer that comes to mind when we have a question or a problem. You know, our fingers wrinkle when they get wet, or we had a bug, or it was human error, or, you know, as product people, product managers, we need a button that does X. Hear that from users all the time. Those are first level answers. What we need is to adopt a five wise mindset to problems. Why did we introduce a bug? Why did a human cause an error? Why do you need a button that does X? Once we get past the initial problem, we can start to understand the root cause or the real need. And that's when we can start to get to the heart of the problem and create real meaningful solutions for our teams, our businesses, and our users. So that is the five wise mindset. And I have a couple other links as well in this week's newsletter to some other articles. Uh, so check these out. Uh, the first one, it never feels like the right time. Uh, this is an article, uh, and I'll quote from it briefly. If you have too many preconditions, you end up with a million excuses separating you from the thing you actually want to do. You never leave your job and you stay in your terrible relationship and you never start learning that thing you want to learn. You never start writing because you're fixated on trying to buy the perfect pen and the perfect desk. Uh, I think we can probably all relate to that. I know that I can. So getting rid of all of the preconditions and simply starting to do the things that you want to do or, uh, you know, setting the precondition on, you know, it's not needing to wait for certain preconditions. And, you know, after one day, two days, if preconditions are met, just going to start. So check that one out. The next article, Apple employees push back against returning to the office. I have a running Twitter thread about remote work. I link that in this week's newsletter as well. So check that out. Uh, But the latest article is about Apple employees pushing back against Apple's attempt to recall everyone back three days per week to the office. So I'm not surprised by Apple. 
in doing that. I'm also not surprised by the employee response. It continues to highlight the gap between executives and employees, which I've been highlighting in my ongoing Twitter thread for uh, months and months now. But this is just the one of the latest articles and uh, one of the, the latest stories showing that continued gap. Uh, so check that one out. I suspect we'll continue to see that, especially going into the fall as more and more companies grapple with what they're going to do. I think many will hopefully get it right in continuing to embrace the uh, the new way of working, uh, which is uh, embracing the fact that we are in a new world where hybrid work uh, is the norm. And I've written about that in previous newsletters and you know talked about it in previous episodes of this podcast. But uh, so check out those. Uh, but I know other companies will probably get that wrong to varying degrees. So we will see how that plays out. And finally, we released the latest episode of our Product by Design podcast on burnout, understanding and addressing burnout. Burnout is a serious issue and becoming increasingly common, but what can we do about it? Uh, So we talked about that, the common causes and what we can do to prevent burnout. Uh, So check that one out. Another good episode, uh, Product by Design. So that is this week's uh, Product Thinking Podcast. If you like this, be sure to subscribe to the free weekly newsletter, uh, productthinking.cc, and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, You can follow me on social medias at Kyle Larry Evans. And uh, as always, uh, you can subscribe to the paid newsletter, productthinking.cc, and uh, you can leave me a tip in the show notes as well. Uh, If you want to just do a one-time thing, always appreciate that. And I will see you next time.